Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in, everybody. It's Monday night. First Monday of the year. Let's go. It is time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in. Start about a minute or so early on Facebook and YouTube, our app, website, Twitch, all of that, uh, so that you can get the opportunity to share. When you share, people get saved. We're going to add our Instagram fam in just a moment as you're coming in. Let's do roll call. Come on, speak to me and tell me where you are watching from. Come on, let's get our Instagram fam added. Bam, there we go. Bam, there we go. Come on in, Instagram fam. Let's go. There we go. Instagram is up. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me as you come in. It is the first Monday night, our first Command Week prayer of the year, and I'm excited about it. Come on in. Speak to me as you come in. Good to see you, Aurora. Come on. Where else are you watching from? Talk to me. Talk to me. North Hills, California. Atlanta. Let's go, ATL. Good to see you. Where else are you watching from? Come on, Aurora, good to see you. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Everybody, everywhere, speak to me. Tell me where you're watching from. Columbus, Ohio, happy, happy to see you. What's going on? UK, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. ATL, good to see you. St. Louis, Aurora, Tumble, Texas, good to see you. Shalom, everybody, come on in. Speak to me as you're coming in and let me know where you are watching from. West Denver, Aurora, good to see you. Germany, hey, Germany, good to see you. Warner Robins, Georgia, Parker, Colorado, Atlanta, Parker, East Cobb, uh, Georgia, Niagara Falls. Welcome, Niagara Falls, South Carolina, D.C. What's happening, D.C.? Good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Atlanta, y'all in here tonight, ATL. Florence, South Carolina, good to see you. Parker, Colorado, good to see you. Naperville, Illinois, Cleveland, Ohio, Birmingham, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee. Let's go. Come on, speak to me as you come in from near Detroit. Good to see you. Pennsylvania, welcome. Listen, as you're coming in, do me a favor. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. Last year, uh, we saw uh, over uh, almost 1,400 people give their lives to the Lord and to God be the glory. Uh, this year, we've already started. We have a goal this year of 2,023 people um, giving their lives to the Lord. And when you share, people get saved. Let's keep calling roll call. Denver, San Diego, while you're sharing, I'm going to call out where you're watching from. Fiji, good to see you. Decatur, Georgia, that's ATL. Aurora, Denver. Uh, Aurora, good to see you. Atlanta is representing tonight. Let's go. Concord, North Carolina. Aurora, good to see you. Let's go, let's go. Philadelphia, welcome. Let's go. Bula, Bula. Is, what is that? Is that Fijian? What is that? Great person. Oh, listen, to God be the glory. San, Santan Valley, Arizona. What's happening, Santan Valley, Arizona? Welcome. So listen, Philly. What's happening, Philly? Houston, Texas. Phoenix, Arizona. Y'all, we in here tonight. Canada. Let's go. 
So listen, you are in your year of Jubilee. Welcome to 2023. I want to encourage you, uh, each week we gather together for one hour to pray, uh, and we're doing that currently on Monday evenings at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. We call it Command Your Day and Command Your Week because it's a biblical pattern of prayer. What do you mean, Bishop? Most people are reactive in prayer and not proactive in prayer. I need you to type this word on the screen, proactive. We have to be proactive in prayer, which means we don't wait for something to happen. Through prayer, we make something happen. We don't wait for a plan. We pray God gives us a plan, and then we work the plan. You got to hear me. And so prayer has to be something to where you are taking action. It's all about being proactive. And that's what we're doing uh, as we move in this thing tonight. Listen very carefully to me, everybody on every platform. When the Bible says that the effective fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much, which means effective means strategic and specific, strategic and specific, and then fervent means passionate. So when you're specific, strategic, and passionate, the Bible says you're going to get something done. You boil all of that down to being proactive. We're not waiting on something. We are going to make something happen in and through prayer, all right? So I want to encourage you to set aside this time. This is the first one of this year. Set aside this time of one hour, Monday nights. It's the time we're doing it. If we change it, we'll let you know. We've been doing it like this for over a year, over a couple of years now, a few years, in fact. Uh, for one hour, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Set it in your calendar. For most people, this is going to be the longest consecutive period of time that you're going to pray all week. And why do I say that? Let's make it matter. Let's get something done. We don't pray out of form. We don't pray out of fashion. We pray to be proactive, all right? So I'm going to encourage you to make that happen. If you haven't shared yet, I need you to click that share button. If you haven't liked it, make sure you like it. For my IG fam, I need you to make sure that you click the little triangle, the little uh, uh, triangle with the gangster lane or whatever that, maybe it's a kite or an airplane or something. I need you to kick, uh, click that and then share that into somebody's DM. Don't send it to me. A lot of y'all send me my posts. Don't send me my post. I know I'm lying. I need you to send it to somebody else. All right, we're going to get something done in prayer. How do we begin prayer? The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Father, we thank you tonight for getting us to another year. And this is no ordinary year, God. This is our year of jubilee. And for that, we say thank you. Father, we give you honor and we give you praise that you've gotten us to 2023. You've gotten us to a year, Father, where there's something that uh, is significant that's going to manifest and happen in our lives this year. We tell you thank you for getting us this far. We tell you thank you, God, for every mountain, for every valley. We tell you thank you, God, for every storm, for every obstacle that we've had to overcome. We declare that they've made us stronger, they've made us wiser, they've made us better. And for that, we say thank you. Tonight, God, we just want to let you know we are grateful. We discovered that grateful people always get more. And we want you to know we are grateful. We are thankful for every yes, thankful for every no. We're grateful, God, for every accident you kept us from. We're thankful for every accident we were in. We're thankful, God, for every piece of good news we received. And we even thank you, God, for every piece of not so good news that we received. Why? Romans 8, 28 says that all things work together. We are convinced. Come on, y'all, pray with me. We are convinced that all things work together for our good. This is our year of jubilee, which means that there's only two options for us. It is a win or it is a win, which means if it seems amazing, it's a win. If it doesn't seem amazing, it's a win. If they say they're for us, it's a win. If they say they're against us, it's a win. If they stick with us, it's a win. If they walk away from us, it's a win. 
If it makes us cry, it's a win. If it makes us shout, it's a win. There is only one option for us this year. It is win or win. And for that, we say thank you. So we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Can I teach you how to praise him? To praise him means that you're simply calling out his greatness. Can I get you to put a word of praise in the comments? A hallelujah. Hallelujah comes from the Hebrew word hallel, which means a high praise. It literally means to act like a fool, to be clamorously foolish. It means to go off it in a good way. It means to totally lose yourself and whatever you are hallelujah. And so, Father, we say hallelujah to you. We tell you thank you. We tell you we bless you. We tell you we magnify you. To magnify the Lord means that we focus on him. That's why the psalmist said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We're magnifying him because we're making him bigger than every obstacle, making him bigger than every circumstance, making him bigger than every problem, making him bigger than every challenge, making him bigger. Here it is than any person. God, you are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. You are the great I am. You have no enemies because you have no equals. You are a God that is indisputable. You are a God that is in, uh, uh, in, incapable of failing. You said in Jeremiah, behold, you are the Lord. Is there anything too hard for God? And we say that there is not. There is nothing too hard for you. And we tell you that we bless you. That's Jeremiah 32 and 27. We tell you that we bless you tonight. We tell you that we love you tonight. To bless you, eulogio, a Greek word, which means we speak well of you. Everything we say about you tonight, God, it will be something that is well of you. We have no complaints. We find no fault with you. You are perfect in all your ways. You are perfect in all your ways. Come on, I'm teaching you how to praise him. Because a praise is more than a clap, although it is a clap. It's more than a shout, although it is a shout. You've got to develop a vocabulary of praise. You have to develop a vocabulary and develop a repertoire of words that describe how amazing God is to you. We tell you, God, that you are amazing to us. We stand in awe of how faithful you are to us, of how consistent you are to us, of how uh, immutable you are. We stand in awe of all of the good things that you are doing, all of the good things that you have done. We stand in awe that you have never given up on us, that you have never forsaken us, that you have never left us, that you have never thrown us. In fact, the scripture says that you saw us polluted in our own blood. In other words, we made a mess and we were sitting in that mess, Ezekiel 16 and 6, but you are the God that came and rescued us. You are the God that sees us in the middle of a mess and you come get us. Who couldn't love a God like you? Come on, I'm teaching you how to develop your vocabulary of praise. And only do we say you are awesome. We say you are magnificent. We say that you are great. Great and mighty are you, God. Your name is Jehovah Sabaoth. This means the God of angel armies. This means that you are no punk. Come on, y'all. We do not serve a weak God. We do not believe in a God that is incapable. We do not believe in a God that does not have strength and ability. Our God is mighty. Our God is strong. Our God is a buckler. Our God is a defender of his people. Our God is the God that let the sun stand still for Joshua so that he could take out um, a, a, a vengeance on God's, uh, the enemies to God's people. You are a mighty God. Come on, I'm trying to get you to develop your vocabulary. You are omniscient. This means you are all-knowing. You know all things. And because you know all things, we tell you that we trust you. 
You're all-knowing, God. We are part-knowing. We don't know everything, which means we develop a trust in you that says to you that we know you know better than we know. We know that you know better than we know. You are omnipotent, omnipotent. You are all-powerful. You've got all power and in the earth. You have delegated that authority and that power to us. And for that, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We enter your gates for thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Father, tonight, we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for our iniquity. That is generational sin that has been passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for not breaking and interrupting the generational curses that we were sent to interrupt. We speak over our 2023 that this will be the year where every generational curse is broken. This will be the year where every generational curse is broken. Please put that in the comments. 2023 will be the year where every generational curse. What is a generational curse? It is a destructive pattern of behavior that is passed down and around from one generation to the next. And every destructive pattern of behavior that has been passed down and around, we declare this is the year that it is broken. Please put that in the comments. Broken, 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 broken. We will not perpetuate anything that you wanted to end. We will not continue anything that you wanted to cancel. We will not walk in anything you wanted us to walk out of. We declare that what got the generations before us, it will not get us. It will not get us in any shape, form, or fashion. It won't get our spirits. That's our subconscious mind. It won't get our souls. That's our mind, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions. It will not get our body. We declare, and even in our body, sicknesses that have been passed down in with us. Cancers that were passed down, they will not pass to us. Uh, 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 bad eating habits that were passed down will not pass to us. I heard the Lord loud and clear. Diabetes, mm -mm, that thing ends with you. Please, if that has been in your bloodline, I called it by name. I need you to type in all caps, not me. Not me. N-O-T, me. Not me. We for ask for that you would forgive us for our iniquity tonight, God. Number two, we ask that you forgive us for our sin. Sin literally is an archery term where it means to miss the mark. Forgive us for every place where we missed the mark. Forgive us for every place where we did not get it right, where we didn't see it right, where we didn't handle it right, where we didn't deal with it right, where we didn't move with it right. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight, God. And we declare that in 2023, we're going to hit the mark. Jesus. In 2023, there will be no misfires. In 2023, there will be no inaccurate fires. We declare that in 2023, we will hit the mark. On 2023, we will hit the bullseye. Every time we release, we declare that we are going to hit the intended target. Every step we take, we declare that we will hit the intended target. Every decision we make, we declare that we will hit the intended target. We cancel every mistake this year. Y'all better come on with me. We cancel every mistake because mistakes waste time. And in 2023, we declare that we are not wasting time. We declare that we are not going in circles. We declare that we are not walking in cycles. And we declare that we are not misfiring this year. In Jesus' name, we will hit the mark. We will hit the target. We will hit the mark. We will hit the target. God, show us what the right target is. We cannot hit a mark and a target, and we do not know what the right mark or target is. Show us what the right one is. How do we know what that is? Based on your word. Therefore, we will not miss the target or miss the mark because we will focus on your word and your word will tell us what to aim for. Your word will tell us what to aim for. We will not waste time aiming at what you don't want us aiming at. 
We will not waste time firing at what you don't want us to fire at. We will not waste our energy going after what you do not desire for us to go after. We will not waste, here it is, conversations, going after what you do not desire us to go after. In Jesus' name. And finally tonight, God, we ask that you forgive us for our transgression. Transgression is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Forgive us tonight, God, for arrogance. Mm. Forgive us tonight for pride. Forgive us tonight for what the scripture calls being stiff-necked. Forgive us stiff-necked, which means you don't change easily. It takes you too long to see it different. It takes you too long to change your mind. I pray that tonight, Father, that that would not be us in the name of Jesus. But, Father, that we would walk upright. Come on. That we would walk in obedience. Come on. That we would walk in order. That we would walk in honor. That we would not deviate. Your word says in Exodus 23, that you would send your angel before us. 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 That would lead us and guide us safely to the place that you have prepared for us. But then the very next verse 22 or verse 22 says, but we have to be careful to obey those instructions. I declare that 2023 is our year of obedience. <clears throat> Come on, y'all put that word in the comments. 2023 is our year of obedience. We will not question what you say. We will not uh, add to what you say. We will not subtract from what you say. The only thing we're going to do this, Lord, is do what you say. 2023 will be a year of obedience in every way, every day. Come on, every way, every day, every way, every day. That's what this year will be for us. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, it's been 16 minutes. I'm going to let you come up for breath. Put an amen right there. Whatever platform you're on, jump an amen across all of the digital platforms tonight. Listen, I'm teaching you the pattern of prayer. Tonight is our first night of prayer. We gather together every Monday night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Set it in your alarm clock so you can make this time matter. Uh, we pray for an hour. And, uh, and why do you pray for an hour, Bishop? That's a long time to pray. Let me ask you something. Um, let, let me just show you this. A third of your life you spend sleep. Another third of your life you spend working. You only really get to influence a third of your life, and half of that, you're in transit somewhere. Um, an hour out of your week to pray, listen to me, is nothing compared to the size of what you're praying for. An hour out of your week to pray is nothing. And I want to push some of you to develop a persistence in prayer. Let's cover it. Father, I pray that this year we would have a passion and a persistence for prayer. We'd have a passion and a persistence for prayer that we would not be so busy talking to everybody else that we don't talk to our father, that we don't talk to the king, that we don't talk to the God who's above everybody. We, I pray that we don't get caught up in fights with flesh and blood because we can go to a God that's above everybody. I'll just go above your head. Mm. I'll just go around you and go to your God. I'm not going to be pulled into no fight with no person. I'll go to your God who says and he turns the heart of the king ever any which way when he desires for it to go. I pray that we have a passion for prayer this year. 2023 will be a year where we don't have to be primed to pray. It'll be a year where any day of the week we'll bust into prayer. Where any moment of the day we'll bust into prayer. Where any moment of the day in our cars, in our, uh, on our, in our offices, in transit, on an airplane, at the gym, and while we're walking, while we're exercising, while we're eating, at the restaurant, I pray that we would have a passion to pray and we would have persistence in prayer. Your word says not 
and keep on knocking when until the door is open i pray that we don't stop praying until we're past the door and even once we get in the door i pray that we pray of what to do on the other side of the door your word said you have to ask until we get the answer ask and you shall uh, we'll get the answer I pray, God, that the word ask literally means to pray. I pray that we would ask until we receive. I pray that we would ask until we receive. I pray that we would not be discouraged because we haven't received yet. I pray that we would not be discouraged because we haven't heard the answer yet. I pray that we would not stop asking because some person told us no. We have a God that has the ability to give us yes. And the promises of God, they are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, you said not keep on knocking. Ask, keep on asking. Seek until we find. I pray that our seek would be strong in 2023. Not just for stuff, but our seek God for being more like you. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. We are not just seeking stuff from you, God. We are not just seeking blessing from you, God. We are not just seeking favor from you, God. We are not just seeking uh, a result from you, God. We seek to be more like you, God. You said, if my people who are called by my name would seek my face, face there, and Hebrew means my attitude. We seek your attitude, God. You have the attitude of a solutionist. You have the attitude of a problem solver. Therefore, God, make us like this. Make us like this. Praise report already here. I got the job you said I get, Bishop. Come on here. Already on Instagram. Listen, make us more like you, God. Let us see it like you. Let us speak like you. Let us think like you. That's what the Bible says. Let this mind that was in Christ be in us also. At the top of the year, at the beginning of the year, we declare that our seek is strong. We declare that our knock is strong. We declare that our ask is strong. We declare that our seek is strong. We declare that our knock is strong. We declare that our ask is strong. We declare that our seek is strong. We declare that our knock is strong. We declare that our ask is strong. We declare that our seek is strong. We declare that our knock is strong. And we declare that our ask is strong. And for that, we say thank you. Give us your attitude, God. I rebuke every fleshly, prideful, arrogant, stuck-up, half-behind attitude that any of us would walk in. Come on, I need you to go in and watch me. Sometimes you're going to have to learn how to go in and pray against some stuff that's in you. Because sometimes your greatest enemy is your enemy. In Jesus' name, Father, we come against any attitude we have that does not match your attitude. Come on. We rebuke any attitude that we have that does not match your attitude. We, what's an attitude? It's a settled way of thinking. We come against any attitude that we possess that you do not possess. We come against any way of looking at it that you don't look at it because that's not the way we should be looking at it. Give us the mind of Christ. Give us your attitude. Your attitude is an attitude of the Garden of Gethsemane. Come on, y'all, let's pray. It's the Garden of Gethsemane where three times you pray, if it's possible, let the cup pass for me. What happened? Then your attitude shifted. Nevertheless, I pray that we have a nevertheless attitude this year. I pray that we never settle for the lesser, but we'd always pursue the greater. I pray that we would have your attitude. When you saw Lazarus, you were only emotional for a moment. Don't let, oh my God, don't let us get caught up in our emotions this year. Don't let us get caught up in negative emotions this year. Don't let us get caught up all in our feelings this year. 
You literally, when your friend Lazarus died, the Bible says you wept. You only wept for a moment, and then you begin to pray. I pray, God, that we would only be emotional. We're human beings. We can have emotions. But I pray that this year in 2023, our emotions would not run us. Our emotions would not run us. Our emotions would not control us. I just heard this, that we would not be, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let's go. That we would not be emotional eaters this year. Y'all better pray with me that we would not be emotional uh, in our responses this year, that we would not be emotional and reach to substances to feed addictions this year. Come on, y'all. We would not reach to drugs. We'd not reach to alcohol. You ready? Let's go. Let's go. We'd not reach to sex. We'd not reach to porn. We'd not reach to people that we would not reach, y'all better pray with me tonight, in 2023, that we would not reach to any substance to feed an addiction because we don't have control of our emotions. We would not reach to any substance to feed an addiction because we do not have control of our emotions. Your word says that uh, we will possess our souls. By patience, we will possess our souls. That's Luke 21, 19 through 21, that through patience we would possess our souls. What is that? Our mind, our thought, our wills, and our emotions. I pray that this year we are in possession of our souls. That means that we run our souls. Our souls don't run us. That we run our emotions. Our emotions do not run us. You were emotional for a moment with, uh, uh, with Lazarus, and then you began to pray, and you said, Father, you hear me? You always hear me. I'm saying this for the sake of the people around me. Lazarus, come forth. I pray that we would have that mentality. When Peter didn't have the money for his taxes, you told him to go do what he did. But this time when he did it, he was going to catch a fish that had a piece of gold in his mouth. I pray, God, that we would keep it moving. I pray that this year we would not let anything stop us. Release this over your 2023. I'm unstoppable. We would not let anything stop us this year. We would not let anything make us stop doing what we do. When Peter didn't have the resources, you told him, go do what you do. But this time when you do it, you're going to catch something you didn't catch before. I pray, God, that we would have that type of mentality. I pray that we would have that type of attitude. I pray that we would have that type of mentality. I pray that we would have that type of mindset. In Jesus' name, you're the God that when thousands of people were standing around hungry and your disciples said, send them away, you're the God that said, let's meet the need. I pray, God, that this year we would not be afraid to pour, that this year we would not be afraid, here it is, to serve. You said, sit the people down and you give them something to eat. In other words, you see the problem, you fix the problem. Stop running and telling the problem. Come up with a solution for the problem. I pray that we have that mentality this year. I pray that we have the mentality of a solutionist this year. I pray that we have the mentality to solve problems this year. You told your people you deal with it. Don't bring it to me. What the heck do I have you for? You solve the doggone problem. You told them to sit the people down. And you said, what do we have? I pray, God, that we would not look at what we have and curse it before you bless it. Come on, pray with me. I pray that we would not curse it before you bless him. They said the only thing we have is two fish and five loaves of bread. I'm praying and preaching and prophesying all at the same time. They said we only have two fish and five loaves of bread, but two is the biblical number of witness. Five is the biblical number of grace, of favor, of the miraculous. In other words, they were about to witness a miracle. Come on here, y'all. They were about to witness a miracle. And they were trying to curse what they had and say it wasn't enough. 
before you ever blessed what they had and made it more than enough so that they had 12 baskets. I pray that we don't, oh, 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 I pray that we not curse what we have before you blessed what we have. I pray that we would not say it's not enough before you put your hand on it and make it more than enough. I pray that we not, Jesus, I'm on the run. I pray that we not say it's not going to work before we ever give it to you so that you can make it work. You're the God of Isaiah that makes waves in the wilderness. You're the God of Isaiah that uh, will put a river in the desert. You're the God that does the impossible. You're the God that has men to walk on water. What we are dealing with, what we are facing is not too hard for you. What we are dealing with, what we are facing is not too hard for you. They, you gave, they gave you the two fish and the five loaves, God. And what did you do? You did what you did. And I pray we have this mentality this year. You broke it and you blessed it. You broke it and you blessed it. You broke it and you blessed it. And you told the 12, you go serve. I pray that this year we'd have a servant's heart. Come on here. I pray that this year, God, we not be found guilty of only doing something for applause or only doing something for money or only doing something because somebody's going to see us. I pray that this year that we have a serve. Come on, y'all pray. I pray that this year we have a serve in us. Put a serve in us. Type that, please. Put a serve in us. Wherever we go, put a serve on us in church. Put a serve in us around people. Put a serve in us even to those that we don't think that we should have to. Come on here, y'all. Put a serve in us in Jesus' name. You told them to serve the people. And when they serve the people, the Bible says that every last one of them got a basket of leftovers. In other words, in their serve, they had overflow. In their serve, they had overflow. In their serve, they had overflow. In they serve, they had overflow. I pray for every servant this year. Come on. I pray that they live from a place called overflow. That even after, my Father, it looks like there is no more, they would have overflow. Put this over your 2023 overflow. You will have overflow of resources. You will have overflow of money. You will have overflow of joy. You will have overflow of peace. You will have overflow of love. It will have overflow of ideas. You will not run out of ideas. You will not run out of strategies. You will not run out of plans. You will have overflow. Come on, y'all. You will have overflow. You will not run out of credit. Mm. You will not run out of opportunities. You will not run out of open doors. You will not run out of people who pour into you. You will not run out of like the woman. You will not run out of oil, which means you will be anointed to do what you do and you will do it well. Please type this on the screen. I'm anointed to do what I do. I'm anointed to do what I do. Come on, y'all. I'm about to let you take a breath in a moment, but we got to pray. I'm teaching you how to push in prayer. I'm teaching you how not to break your cadence of prayer. I'm teaching you how not to interrupt your cadence. That's why I'm doing it the way I'm doing it tonight. Tonight, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would be anointed to do what we do. The anointing was literally when an olive was crushed, the oil would come out. The olive is inexpensive. But the olive oil is very expensive. The olive oil is the fruit of the death of the olive. The olive had to die to produce its oil. The olive had to be crushed to produce its oil. Father, every place we've been crushed, we've been anointed for. Every place where it felt like we were dying, we've been anointed for. Every place you let something die, we have been anointed for. We are anointed to do what we do. 
You are anointed to be a mother. You're anointed to be a father. You're anointed to be a husband. You're anointed to be a business owner. You're anointed to be a seven-figure earner. Whatever you do, can you put it in the comments and say, I'm anointed for this. I'm anointed for blank, whatever the blank is. I'm anointed for this. I'm anointed to do what I do. I'm anointed to do it. Come on, y'all. You're anointed to do it. Other people look at you and say, I don't know how you do that. You know what? You wouldn't see it because you ain't anointed to do it. You wouldn't understand it because you're not anointed to do it. You wouldn't understand how I can deal with what I deal with because you're not anointed to deal with it. You won't. You don't understand why I'm approaching the problem this way because you don't have my oil to approach problems this way. I'm anointed for this. Come on, don't. Whatever your blank is, I'm going to call your blanks out. I'm going to call your blanks out for sales. Come on. Uh, uh, to be a mother. Come on. To serve. This is good. Come on. To be a teacher, a business owner, to be a father, a caregiver, a wife, a mother, seven-figure owner, land owner. Come on, what it is? I'm calling what it is. <laughs> Come on, what is it? Excuse me. Uh, an engagement concierge to teach, anointed for nursing, for writing, financially stable, financially secure. Come on, whatever it is, I'm anointed to be a police officer, anointed to be a nurse, anointed to do what I do. Come on, whatever it is, anointed to be a father, a business owner, anointed. And for some of you, like, Mr. I got so many things I do. I just need you to type this word, everything. I'm anointed for everything I do. A, a, a husband, a business owner, a musician, a cert to serve, a house owner, corporate security, to be creative, to write, nursing. Come on here, y'all. To be a millionaire, preacher, friend, mom, everything, everything, everything. You are anointed to do what you do. This is how Jesus was. Come on, we're praying for the mind of Christ. We're praying for the mind of Christ. Jesus, first message in Luke 4, says the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me. Jesus spent 30 years getting an oil that he was going to use for three years. Oh my God. Jesus spent 30 years getting an oil that he was going to use for three and a half years. Jesus spent 30 years dealing with crushing, dealing with pain, dealing with disappointment, dealing with challenges to be anointed so that when he was released at age 30, that he was able to do more in three and a half years than other people had done in lifetimes. You are anointed and this year you will have more progress, please, than you have ever had in any previous year of your life. This will be your most progressive year of life. Please type that word on the screen, progressive. And actually, I need you to put both words. You're most progressive. Please follow my instructions. You're most progressive. This will be your most progressive year of life. Your most progressive year of life. 2023, God, it will be our most progressive year of life. It will be our most progressive year of business. It will be your most progressive year in your family. Come on. It will be your most progressive year in your body, yada, yada. It will be your most progressive year in your relationship with the Lord. It will be your most progressive year. Please follow my instructions. It will be your most progressive year. I need you to put that in the comments. If you're driving, don't you dare put that in the comments unless you add a like. Don't you dare do it, but you open your mouth and you say it. Come on app, come on website, come on Twitch, come on YouTube, come on Twitter. Let's go. Everybody, most progressive. Your most progressive year. I'm going to let you come up for breath. Your most progressive year. That's how we're going to end that segment of prayer. Your most progressive year. Your most progressive year. So what have we done? We enter this gates with thanksgiving, this courts with praise. We ask for forgiveness for our sin. That's important because it's important that when you go before God, that you go before God covered in the blood. You can't go before God if you have unforgiven stuff, 
right? Um, so that's why we pray in that order. That's why you put that on the front end. You don't start asking for a bunch of stuff and then ask for forgiveness because all of what you just said is not been covered. The Bible says, 1 John 1, that he's faithful and just, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. He can't forgive you if you've not been, you've not confessed. That's why we confess for knowing and unknowing because there's some stuff we knew we did and some stuff we didn't know that we did. So watch the sequence of prayer. It's gates with thanksgiving, it's courts with praise, for, we ask for forgiveness now because we're before the Lord. And then we begin to pray for the mind of Christ and that we have a persistence and, and passion for prayer. And then in our persistence and passion of prayer, what do we do? We pray that we'd have the same mentality this year that Jesus had. I'm teaching you what we're doing. I'm walking you through what we're doing. Now, listen, I want to shift. If Do me this favor. Whatever platform you're on, if you haven't shared yet, I need you to share tonight. I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. I need you to share across every platform. I need you to share across every platform and uh, or tag somebody. Get them in prayer tonight. So listen, 2023, you've heard me say it over and over and over and over. I'm going to say it over and over and over again. Uh, all this month, you're going to hear this word because that's the whole series we're in at Harvest Church this year, um, is that this is your year of jubilee. This is your year of jubilee. This is your year of jubilee. And you can type that word in the comments, jubilee. Jubilee. Jubilee has three meanings. We're going to cover these three meanings in prayer. We're going to cover these three meanings in prayer. Right? This is a biblically mandated year of Jubilee. And I need everybody to hear me. I need everybody to hear me. Um, this is not just a cute catchphrase. Jubilee in 2023. It rhymes. Listen, it's hot. I know. Right? But here's the deal. This is not just a cute catchphrase. This is a biblically mandated year of Jubilee. Um, and I taught about it back when the spiritual year changed at Rosh Hashanah about three months ago. And now that the natural or the physical year has changed, you are in a year of Jubilee. Now, Jubilee has three meanings. This is a biblical mandate. And the Bible says in Leviticus, do not treat this year like any previous year. This is Leviticus chapter uh, number 25 and verse number 10. Don't you treat this year like any other year. Hear me. Do not handle this year like 22. Don't handle this year like 20. Don't Look at me. Do not handle this year. Father, I pray tonight that we do not handle 2023 like any previous year of life. You were specific in saying, consecrate, set this year apart, treat it different, handle it different, deal with it different. I pray that we don't see this year the same. Mm. I pray that we don't act the same this year. I pray that we don't speak the same this year. I pray that we don't deal with people the same way this year. I pray that we don't let people wear us out the way we've let them wear us out in previous years. I pray that we don't, we're not under uh, any uh, a false stress or pressure that is not real from any previous year. We will not handle this year the way we've handled or treated any previous year. Because you said not to. This is a biblically mandated year of jubilee. And for that, we say thank you. Here's what I want you to type to say amen to this. Just say different, 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 different. This, you can't, listen to me, guys, on prayer. You cannot handle this year the same way you've handled any previous year of life. This is a biblically mandated year of jubilee. All right, now listen very carefully to this. Um, it has three meanings. We're going to cover these in prayer. And we're likely going to, I'm likely going to run out of time and not cover everything I want to cover, but I'm going to move as fast as I can. Three words. You know these words, but we're going to cover them in prayer. Celebration. This will be a year of celebration for you. 
um, I come against depression. I come against anxiety. I come against worry. I come against stress. We come against anything that's anti-celebration. We come against anything that's anti-celebration. This is a year of celebration. Jubilee, first definition, is celebration, which means this will be a year where we are celebrating the goodness of God because it's win or win for us. There are only two options for us this year. Therefore, we will smile regardless of the outcome. I will bless the Lord. We will bless the Lord at all times. And your praise will continually be in our mouths. There are only two options for us this year. Come on, y'all. There are only two options for us this year. Either we win and we'll praise you. The other option is we win and we'll praise you. There are only two options for us this year. Therefore, God, we will not live in a place called sadness. We will not live in a place called negativity. We will not live in a place called We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called grief. We will not live in a place called loss. We will not live in a place called negativity. We will not live in that place this year. There are only two options for us. There are only two options for us. Can I get you to drop two in the comments? Because those are the only two options you have. Either you win or you win. Either you win or you win. That, those are your only two options. Those are your only two options. Listen to me. In a year of Jubilee, those are your only two options. Frankly, this is period for your life, but especially so in a Jubilee year. You, there are only two options. There are only two options. There are only two. Bishop, you keep repeating that because I need you to know that. There are only two options. And one is win and the other is win. The one is win and the other is win. One is win, the other is win. I want to read this scripture to you. Zephaniah 3 and 18. Zephaniah 3 and 18. Listen to this. It says this. Uh, let me read it to you from this version. Uh, let's go. Let me read you this uh, version. I will remove from you sorrow and mourning. I will remove from you sorrow and mourning. I will remove from you sorrow and mourning. I will remove for you. Here it is. I like contemporary English version. It says your sorrow has ended, Jesus, and you can celebrate. I need some of y'all that to be your scripture this year. Zephaniah 3.18. Come on, you better catch that three. I need that three, Zephaniah 3.18, to be part of your scripture this year. Your sorrow has ended, and you can celebrate. You can celebrate. Celebrate the divorce. Bye. Celebrate the person that don't want to be your friend now. No more. Bye. Celebrate the people that don't want to do it. Bye, baby, bye. Your sorrow is ended and you can celebrate. Your sorrow is ended and you can celebrate. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Number two, definition of jubilee. Celebration number two is emancipation. You will be free from restrictions this year. Look at me. You do not have any restrictions this year. 
other than the word what the word says. Now don't get it twisted. Don't 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 get that twisted. What you couldn't do in 2022, you will do this year. I want to teach this principle really quickly. Jesus, who is the anthropos, and we're about to cover this in prayer, 100% God, 100% man. So much God you can believe is man, so much man you can believe is God. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says um, that he did not begin his public ministry until he was 30. Drop a 30 in the comments. He didn't go forward until he was 30. Now, I want you to hear me. All of the power he needed, he had. All of the gift he needed, he had. All of the anointing he needed, he had. He could not begin his public ministry until he was age 30, and it lasted for three and a half years. Listen carefully. In Luke 4, Jesus, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me. And he lists out these things. And at the end, he says, to, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor or the acceptable year of the Lord. That is an AKA for a year of Jubilee, which means Jesus could not begin his earthly ministry until it was a Jubilee year. The second reason is because you couldn't move forward in the priesthood uh, according to Torah until, the, until you were age 30. So this means he was born at the right time. Listen to me. He was born at the right time, in the right place, to the right people. Everything was coming into alignment. And he could not begin until age 30 when it was a jubilee year. Look at me. In this jubilee year, every restriction is lifted. You have no restrictions. Come on here, y'all. I see several of you talking about you turned 30 this year. You better come on. You have no restrictions. I'm going to say it a third time so that I see it in your response in the comments that you get it. You have no restrictions. This year, Father, we have no restrictions. You have held certain things back. You have held certain things back until we were in a jubilee year. You have held certain things from happening until we were in a jubilee year. There are certain things that could not happen until we were in a jubilee year. Certain things you wouldn't permit until we were in a jubilee year. Certain things that even though we have the talent, we have the gift, we have the skill, we have the ability, we have the resources, we had, we had everything we needed, but you would not let Jesus begin until he hit a jubilee year. You, everything that has been held back in this jubilee year, the word is G-O. Drop it in the comments. Go. No restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. If you're going back to school, go now. If you're going to travel, go this year. If you're going to start the business, start it this year. If you're going to get out of debt, you're doing it this year. If you, you better talk to me in these comments tonight. We have no restrictions. Whatever you kept saying, but I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of this. In the Jubilee year, God says, I remove your restrictions. Now, let me teach you something powerful about removal of restrictions. Come on, we got 15 minutes and then we, and then we got to wrap up. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. You're in a Jubilee year. First is celebration. Number two is emancipation. You're free from restrictions. Sometimes you're not going to know that um, the restriction is lifted until you try which means when you look at it, it's going to look like it's still restricted. When you look at the situation, you're going to look like it doesn't work. 
Y'all better talk to me tonight. When you look at it, it's going to look like, ah, this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. You're not going to know until you walk up to the door and turn the handle. You're not going to know that it's unlocked until you turn the handle. You're not going to know that it's going to work until you try it. You are not going to know until you get up on it. There's certain doors that look closed. You ever driven by a store? Wave at me if you've ever done this. You ever driven by a store and you weren't sure if they were open? And so you got out your car, you left your car in the front, maybe you got out your car to walk up to the door. And when the door opened, you said, it's open. You did not know. Wave at me if you've ever done that. You did not know until you got up on it. And there are certain things in this jubilee year. We're praying, preaching, and prophesying tonight. You did. You will not know. I see several hands. You will not know until you try. Father, I come against the demonic oppression of not trying. That is demonic oppression. That's the same spirit that was oppressing that man uh, that was by the pool but for 38 years. The Bible says that the man had an infirmity. An infirmity isn't sickness. An infirmity is what your mind tells you about your sickness. Mm. I pray that every infirmity of the mind that is broken tonight. I pray for every, I pray for every infirmity of our minds that it is broken tonight. I pray for every infirmity of our minds that it is broken tonight. I pray that we would not remain in a handicapped place because of what our minds say. That is the same spirit that was on that man in, in, uh, in the scripture who sat there for 38 years by the pool. We declare that that will not be our situations. That will not be our situation. That's John chapter five. That will not be our situation in Jesus name. There are no restrictions. There are no restrictions. There are no restrictions. I need you to do this. If, if, we, if we were um, if we were having church on, online and in the building, I tell you to touch somebody next to you. I just need you to just grab somebody's initials. If you can't, if you don't know nobody, is this on prayer tonight? Just grab somebody you know, put their initials or tag somebody in prayer tonight and just tell them no restrictions. No restrictions. You better try. You better ask. You better try. Do not. Do not. Sit up talking about it's not going to work and you ain't even tried. Mm -mm. I need you to push for somebody, y'all. Come on, I'm waiting on you in the comments. I'm waiting on you in the comments. That's an infirmity. That's in your mind. There are no restrictions. There are no restrictions. There are no restrictions. God, I feel like going up. There are no restrictions. Matter of fact, can I read this to you? Let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. From John chapter five, verse, verse number one. I want to read this to you. And do me a favor, just come in and like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. I want to read this to you because I need, I need you to hear this clearly tonight. All right? Listen to this. In John chapter five, it talks about this man that was about to pull. And, and, and I, we prayed over it, but I need to give you the revelation behind what we prayed. And then we're going to hit this thing again. And then we only got about nine more minutes and we're out of here tonight. Don't log off yet. Stay to the end. Listen, in John chapter five, it says uh, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there's a Jerusalem, this sheep market by the pool, which is in a Hebrew tongue called Bethesda, meaning it has five porches. So it is a place of grace. Five is the number of grace. The Bible says there's a great multitude. This is old King James of impotent folk 
blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whoever was first after the troubling of the water stepped in the water was made whole of whatever disease he had. Here's where I want to get to. And a certain man was there who had an infirmity. There's the word. 38 years. When Jesus saw him and he known he'd be, uh, been that way a long time, he says, will thou be made whole? Everybody look at me. Jesus skipped over people to get to him because there was a whole lot of people there. In 2023, listen, for every person that you, for every person that you feel like you've been skipped over, looked over, overlooked, I need you to type this in all caps like you hollering. I need you to type this in all caps like you're hollering. He's coming for me. I need you to type that in all caps like you're hollering. Father, you skipped over hundreds of people to get to this one man. You're coming for us this year. To every person where you said everybody else getting ahead but me, he's coming to get you this year. To every person where you said it seems like everybody else is getting it, uh-uh, he's coming to get your behind this year. I want to come through this camera to get you. He's coming for you this year. Yeah, I know you watch other people on Instagram be blessed. And you said, God, when is it going to be my turn? 2023, it's your jubilee year. He's coming for you this year. He's coming for you this year. Hear me. In John chapter 5, Jesus skipped over hundreds of people to get to this one man. And do you know why he's called a certain man? Do you know why we don't know his name? Because this miracle isn't for him. It's for us. This miracle isn't for him, it's for us. You put your name right here. Put your initials, put your initials right there. Put your initials right there. Father, you are coming for us this year. You are coming for us this year. You are coming for, you throw so yay, I'm not. You are skipping over other folks. You coming for me this year. You coming for us this year. Come on here. You coming for Harvest this year. Come on, put your business name. You coming for our business this year. You're coming for our family this year. Put your family last name. You're coming for us this year. You skipped over others and you went to them. You went to them. And guys, 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 guys. And John chapter 5, this is the, close to the beginning of Jesus' ministry, which means what year did he go get this man? I need y'all to be a good, this ain't Bible study, but, I, but we've been praying, preaching, and prophesying. If this is at the beginning, this is John chapter 5, which means this is at the virtually the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Which means, what year did this did Jesus go get this man? A jubilee year. Y'all ain't running like I need you to run in these comments. Y'all ain't running like I need you to run in these comments. What year did this man get this healing and set free from his infirmity? A jubilee year. A jubilee year. God came to get him during a jubilee year. Come on, let's go. Jesus saw him. He says, will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered, I have nobody to put me in the pool. While I'm coming, somebody else steps down before me. I want you to pay attention. The man gave a restriction to Jesus. The man gave a restriction to Jesus. Father, forgive us for replying with restrictions. Forgive us for replying with what we can't do. Forgive us for replying with what we can't say. Forgive us for replying with what doesn't work. Jesus ignored what the man said. And watch what Jesus did. The only thing Jesus did was he said, get up and walk. Why? Did Jesus didn't touch him. Jesus didn't lay his hands on him. Jesus didn't say, be healed. You know why? He didn't need to be. I'm going to throw this chair down. He didn't need to be. Some of you are, wait, I just need this. No, you don't. 
Come on, y'all. I'm just waiting on this. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Come on. I need you to type this on the screen. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. He did not have to heal the man because the man didn't need to be healed. The only thing he did was tell the man, get your behind up and walk. His, his, his infirmity was that his mindset told him he couldn't walk. I Therefore, come on, now that you have revelation, let's cover it in prayer. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. Come on, y'all. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. The only place that's a problem is in your head. The only place that's an issue is in your head. The only place that's a challenge is in your head. And it's called the spirit of infirmity. And on this first night of prayer, Roche on this first night of prayer of 2023, we rebuke and we bind. What does that mean? That's just a fancy spiritual word, but we put, we bind, we gather that thing up. Rebuke, it means we send that thing away. We rebuke and we bind up the spirit of infirmity. You are not infirmed. You are not incapable. You are not unable. You are not restrictive. You are not blocked. You are not being stopped. You do not lack what you need. You have everything you need. There are no restrictions. Please put a praise in the comments right there. I got five minutes if we got to go. I got five minutes if we got to go. Come on, y'all. You have no restrictions this year. Instagram, you have no restrictions this year. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, website, app, you have no restrictions this year. Uh, Harvest Church Instagram, you have no restrictions this year. Look in these brown eyes. <laughs> You have no restrictions this year. He has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. If you're in a place where you can literally touch your own head, can you lay hands on yourself? I'm going to stretch my hands towards the cameras, but you lay your hands on yourself. All right? And Father, in Jesus' name, I come against the spirit of infirmity, spirit, mentality, mindset of infirmity that has existed in any way, shape, form, or fashion in every individual that is following my instructions right now. And I pray, God, that from this night forth, they mark the day. One, two, two, three. One, two, two, three. One, two, two, three. One, two, three. I pray that tonight would mark the day for the spirit of infirmity is rebuked, renounced, and released from this person. And that every place they have been in a pause, mm, mm, mm. every place there has been stagnation, every place where there has been a sense of restriction and a sense that they were unable to do, I pray that by the time they wake up on 1323, that they would be free from that in Jesus' name. Release the praise in the comments. Release the praise in the comments. Release the praise. Y'all, if you ain't shared this, what are you doing? Share. This people need to hear what with this revelation. People need to hear this revelation. People got to hear this revelation. You are not restricted this year. You are not restricted this year. You are not restricted. Well, I got a record. Shut up about your record. I prophesy it's expunged. Come on. Come on, I got this credit issue. That will not be your issue. That will not even be your issue. Go apply anyhow. 
Go apply anyhow. Last definition, and I'm out of time. Last definition of a jubilee year. Guys, if you haven't shared, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. You are in a biblically mandated year of jubilee. First definition is celebration. Second definition is emancipation, free from restriction. Third definition is restoration. Restoration, most church people, if you grew up in church, you have a bad understanding of restoration. You think restoration means, oh, me and my husband, we had a bad relationship. God restored my marriage. Listen to me. You don't want that restored. Rest, watch me. If God restores it in the way most people think of restoration, it's going to go back to the way it was. Well, it wasn't good in the first place because if it was good, it never would have got broke up. You don't want that. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's ludicrous. Don't do that. Uh, uh, Lord, just, just restore my peace. Well, you lost it. So evidently, you needed something. You needed a different type of peace than that. Because most people's idea of restoration is something going back to the way it was. Look at me. That's not biblical restoration. And by look at me, biblical restoration is that God makes it better than it was. Come on and jump and shout and praise him with me. Biblical restoration is that God says, this is going to be better than what it was. This ain't going to be what it was. You don't want it to be what it was because what it was evidently wasn't good enough. You want this thing to be, watch me, better. Father, we speak biblical restoration over our 2020 and the three. We declare that everything will be better about this year. Mm. Everything will be better about this year. In Jesus' name, I'm out of time. In Jesus' name. Last two things I want to do because we got to go. Was prayer tonight? Look, I'm up like rocking like an old Mortal Kombat game. I'm like in here. I'm in there like swimwear. Listen, tonight, last two things I want to do. Um, this is your, going to be your first prayer seat of the night. I want to encourage you. A prayer blessed you tonight to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. Luke 6.38, give it, it shall be given unto you. How? Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. When God gives seed to the sower, if you want seed, you have to be a sower. Listen to me. Money will not be your issue in 2023. If money has ever been your issue in any previous year of life, say not this year. Type that in the comments. Not this year. And I want to encourage you. I did it Saturday night. I did it Sunday night. And I heard the Lord loud and clear just a few moments ago. He said, I want the same seed. And I want him to name it the same thing. Because this will be the, look at me. This will be the third time they're going to sow it. This will be the third time they're going to sow it. Here's the seed tonight. It's the simple seed. 23. Now, if you want to do 230, you can do that. If you want to do 2300, you can do that. Um, but whatever you sow, you need to put a 23 in it. And you can call this your jubilee seed. So basically, we did that Saturday and Sunday and I know. <laughs> and that's what the Lord said. And that's what we're going to do. Money will not be your issue. You got to hear me. You are, Listen, my first book, I told the Lord, Lord, if you show me how to get, I built a successful business, watch that business go through a whole challenge. I said, God, if you teach me how to get out of this financial valley, I will teach everybody. My first book called Getting Your Finances in Order, we rebranded it called Making Money Moves. <laughs> you ain't got to dance no more. You make money moves. Making Money Moves, getting the art of getting your finances in order. And that's literally my journey of how God had me to give my way out of a financial valley, to give my way into debt freedom. And so I want to encourage you, if you want to do that, you can so you can use the badges there on Instagram. You can use Cash App, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. All right, 23. You can do $23. I don't have 23. Get as close as you can to it. Get it into the ground. You want to do more than 23. Some of you are like me, 23 is cool, but like, Lord. I don't, I don't just want money back in the teens. I want hundreds and thousands. So maybe you want to do 230. Maybe you want to sell 2,300. Um, if that's you, 
I want to encourage everybody to sow tonight on this first prayer. Um, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. You can use that too. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right, hello at harvestchurch.church. Or you can use our app or website. You can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Or you can use text to give. How do you do that? Text the amount to 84321. Text the amount to 84321. And then you click the link, tap the link, and then you enter Harvest Church and follow the prompts. All right. Last thing I want to do. Last thing I want to do tonight. If you're not a Christian and you need to give your life to the Lord, tonight's your night. Tonight is your night. Yes, PayPal. You can use PayPal. Hello at Harvest Church. That church. Tonight is your night. Can I get y'all to put that in the comments for people um, so that they get that on the on the two IGs? If you're not a Christian or you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight is your night. Um, this is not an accident. You are not watching me by accident. This is God. It, tonight, on this first night of prayer, one, two, two, three, and you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you to just do the hand with emoji or say, it's me. Do the hand with emoji or say, it's me. If that's you, how can you sow? You can use, I see the question over here. You can use cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. Hello at harvestchurch.church. You can also use text to give um, to 843, text them up to 84321. Matter of fact, here you go. Um, but they're already responding. If you need to become a Christian, recommit to, they're already responding. I haven't even counted the three, but people are already responding. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure do the heaven emoji that says me. Y'all, they're already responding. People are already responding. I didn't even count. They're already responding. Come on. They're already responding. To God be the glory. God, I pray that you would get the greatest harvest starting. You already started it, Lord, on Saturday night. If that's you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure they're already responding. Just do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. They're already responding. Hallelujah. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no. I'm gonna come back around and give you the ways to sow in just a second. But it just, I'll just let me let me get these souls. Let me go fishing. Let's go fishing real quick. I'm gonna come back around. I see several questions about how to sow. I know I talk fast, um, but I, let me get these souls. Let's go fishing first. Several people are responding over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. Several are responding. You become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. Somebody like I got saved a long time ago, but I'm not really sure. Baby, be sure. Do that hand with the emoji. Say it's me. Mr. Foreman, I got a lot of issues. Great. God's got a lot of grace. Bishop, I made a lot of mistakes. Great. He shed a lot of blood to cover your mistakes. I don't know if I don't know if I believe everything. Guess what? You buy a car not knowing how everything works, but you believe in the manufacturer. How could you not believe in the God that has come after you, that has protected you, that has fought for you, that has kept you? And even when you were in a low place, he came and snatched you out of that low place. You don't have to know everything to believe that he is. You don't. You don't. I'm going to count down from five, and then I'm going to give you the information to sow one more time. But let's go fishing. Let's get these souls tonight, because that's important. Five, four, three. I need you to respond before I get to before I get to zero. Two. I want as many as I can to get in on this. Many as I can to get on this. One. I sense that there's a couple more of you that are supposed to respond. Just say, it's me. Just say, it's me or do the hand wavy emoji. I sense that there's a couple more of you that need to respond. I sense that there's a couple more of you that need to respond. I'm going to wait. Don't miss this moment. Those 805, we got to go. We got to go. 
We got to go. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. There's a couple more. You keep responding, but we got to pray. Everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, I see you. There you go. There you go. I see you. There, there you go. Come on, God. God, God. I got the Holy Ghost, not the Holy Guest. There you go. I got you on YouTube. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I see you. There's th Look, I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost and didn't rush past this moment. Didn't rush past this moment. Many more are just coming to the Lord. Everybody praises me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. They're still responding. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, everybody pray this for me. If I fall, give me the grace to get right back up in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, you all, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, the Bible says that heaven and the angels and the Lord, it's a party going on right now because they knew you were coming back to the Lord. I want to encourage you tonight um, to do this one thing for me. Text the word decision, excuse me, the word harvest to 55498. Text the word harvest to 55498. And when you do that, um, you'll just you'll, you'll get, your, get a text and tap the option for salvation. And we're going to shoot you a message called What Next to show you now that you've prayed this prayer, what do you do next? All right. Um, the other thing I want to say to you is some of you, you're saved. At the top of the year, you're saved, but you don't have a shepherd. You don't have a man of God to speak into your life. And anything that's uncovered, it will spoil. Jeremiah 3. 15 says that God gives you a shepherd and you don't have to live in Denver, soon to be Atlanta. I can't wait for our Atlanta location to launch. Soon to be in Atlanta. You don't have to be in Denver, Atlanta. You can be anywhere across America and around the world and be a part of Harvest Church. If you know that God has assigned me to be your shepherd. Bishop, how do you know? That's how you know. The Bible says sheep know the voice of their shepherd. Um, sheep in the natural don't see well, so they have to depend on their hearing. So tonight, if you know that uh, that God has connected us, you can live anywhere. And you know that God has connected us. You text that word harvest too to five five four nine eight and just click going. Tap the option for join harvest. All right, love you all. Listen, I saw several people. Uh, I saw several people who had a question about to, how to sow. So you can use again dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. If you want to use that way, can I, where's my personal here that normally doesn't? You can, uh, for your for the different ways to sow, put them all in one comment for me, please. And then that way I can pin that. Can I get y'all to do that for me? Uh, I love you all. I pray you have an amazing start to your year. And this is your year of Jubilee. And I promise you, promise you, promise you, promise you um, that uh, I'm going to give you God's word so that you maximize everything that God has ordained for you this year. All right. I'm going to give you that you're going to get everything that God has ordained for you this year. I love you. I'm just waiting on that to come back up up so that we can get you that. Again, it's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. Uh, you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Givelify. That's hello at Harvest Church. That church is the email for that. And you can use that. All right. Um, to sow. Or you can text the amount to 84321. All right. You can text the amount to 84321. All right. I got to let you go. It's 809. I'm going to be like Pharaoh and let God's people go. I love you. Y'all, when I post this, can you go back and share this? When we post this tonight, everybody has got to hear 
um, the revelation released in prayer tonight. All right. I love you. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Shalom, you all. Love you.